This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hey, listen to Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. As always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we got Josh. Hey. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT heading into Christmas this year. Uh, we've got a bunch of storylines that are progressing through, so we're just going to pick from them uh, as you want. I'll pick a storyline, you pick a storyline, back and forth, back and forth. Um but first up, I'm going to go with uh, Omos. He he seems to be finally getting his separation from AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah, definitely broke off here. Um, a- AJ um, is finally got the boot taken to him. And now we get to see what Omos can do on his own. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, because he has had AJ Styles by his side sort of tutoring him, sort of protecting him as they went through. And as you say, this is really first big outing. Obviously, the first few to be against AJ Styles, AJ's going to make him look like a million bucks because that's what AJ does um, as one of the best wrestlers in the world. I guess to me, that first real test is going to be Omos when he steps away from AJ Styles. Uh, and that feud and moves on to his next one-on-one feud. What can he pull off with somebody else who isn't, you know, that uh, that super-duper talent that AJ Styles is? Yeah, so it's definitely, um, I think it is a, I know a lot of people say that he isn't ready. And I guess I could see that too from some degree, but you really aren't going to know what you're going to have until you go with it. Mm. And I, I think Omos, um, Omos, I think, has the tools to be an attraction. Uh, I don't see him being like this mainstay of a main eventer, but I've been wrong before, and who knows? Maybe he can provide, fill the role of, of the void that's been left since, um, basically, for lack of a better term, because he didn't technically retire, but he basically retired. And that was when Big Show stopped being a full-time star. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been looking for a big guy uh, to fill the role of the giant. So I'm interested. I want to see what Omos can do. And as you said, AJ will make him look good in their match. It, it won't be long, for sure, um, but it'll it'll make him look somewhat good. And then we'll see, can he develop a character and can he get the crowd actually behind him? Mm-hmm. That's the big one as well. Yes, can can Omos get the chairs? Can he get the get the crowd going, or is he going to be a bit of a charisma vacuum? We we don't quite know just yet. And that's why I want to see this because, as, as you said, we don't know. We don't know anything about Omos really, other than he was a a giant overlooking uh, AJ Styles and their tag team runs up. So it's time for the bird to fly from the nest and either 
fly to the sky or fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, our second topic today, what you got? We'll bounce back and forth. Um, I guess we'll do uh, live attacking, um, attacking Becky. Yeah, it seemed like a, a nice little segment to move ahead there, match, but Becky, I guess, one step ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did a uh, online segment with Liv attacking her, and then they did something on Raw between them that just furthers it. Um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Um, I dare I say that there might be hope for your girl? Really? <gasps> Maybe, um, because if uh, they may give her a token run for like a month or two before putting the title back on Becky for an eventual matchup with uh, Bianca at WrestleMania, or they could just do it like uh, as a uh, part of the storyline with Bianca is like, you only beat me because you got lucky. And and maybe see what they have with Liv as mm-hmm. as the champion. Um, I don't know. It, it's like I I pretty strong that I think Becky's going to retain, but there is that creeping notion that they may pull it off just to see what happens. <laughs> they may pull pull the trigger just to watch the uh, Rome burn. Look, I personally would love it. Um, do I think it's going to happen? No. But do I want it to happen? Yes. And and that's where it's always going to bounce back and forth, right? Like, as much as I would love to see Liv Morgan as Raw Women's Champion and sort of on top of that mountain, it, it, it's not even like a dig at Liv. I think Liv could do it. I think Liv could be the face of that division to move forward, but they just seem to be so invested in Becky Lynch that I don't feel like they're going to give up that investment. As you say, maybe a token one month title reign or um, they might even just completely make fun of her if they do have her win it and have her lose it like the next night um, and, and Sasha banks it or maybe they'll do something, but odds on favor. She's really got that like 2% going into that match of, Maybe she'll walk out with a championship around her waist. Yeah, or they could do what they did with the ed- Edge cashing his money in the bank contract and have Becky just win it back at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Maybe. Um, we'll have to see. Obviously, Royal Rumble is is the next show after day one, so uh, who knows what we're going to end up seeing there. But I guess uh, for my next topic, I'm going to jump over to SmackDown. Um, Paul Heyman. Dude had a rough night. Yeah. Um he's definitely spitting out teeth. <laughs> um might be only able to eat applesauce, I don't know. Um That's what happens when you get on the wrong side of the head of the table. Yeah. He uh he caught a Superman punch and he, and was just barely saved before he could get a get a concerto. Uh although Honestly, he should have still done it. <laughs> uh, Brock takes so long to get to the ring, but there was no reason to stop there. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess there's only one sort of question around this feud, because it does look like, you know, Heyman was just like, oh, I'm just trying to save you from Brock, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and then Brock comes out in his little uh, denim overalls and just absolutely wrecks shop of the entire bloodline. I, I feel like day one is not going to be the end of this feud for sure. Uh, this is going to tide us through for a little bit. But how does Paul Heyman play into all of this? Is he just going to fall back into being the lackey of Brock Lesnar? Is he going to fade away, do you think? Or, or maybe go be uh, a double agent? Maybe the bloodline didn't truly kick him out. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Um, obviously, there's more to his story than what to be told. Um I'm I'm interested because it's it's the best story in in wrestling. So the whole Bloodline feud has been for the last year year and a half, and Lesnar just turns it up to another notch. The interesting little tidbit of um, what side is Paul Heyman on? It's just another layer of that onion. Um, honestly, I think Heyman ends up screwing Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And I think that's where the feud ends for um, as far as um, Roman versus Brock. And I think it does end at day one okay, because of that. Um, and I think I could also possibly see this where they bring in that Gabe Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously Paul Heyman can't wrestle Brock Lesnar. Uh, that's not going to happen. He, even if Paul Heyman was 30 years younger, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> It'd be a bloodbath. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of, I think that might be a good idea. There's to have uh, Heyman screw over Brock Lesnar, but not maybe not because he's still working for the bloodline. But because he doesn't want to see Brock win the title from him, and then introduce a new, uh, uh, new ward that would be his basically replacement for Brock, the next big thing, quote unquote, <laughs> being Gabe uh, Stevenson, that Olympian. Yeah. I, I really hope Brock Lesnar doesn't win the title and like what you were just pitching means that Brock Lesnar doesn't win the title. So I got to be happy with that. Um, I, I do think Paul Heyman isn't going to just fall back in line and be Brock Lesnar's lackey again. You know, we've seen it 15 million times. I know it's a, a guaranteed win, but it still seems like something that they're not going to just try and rehash again. Um, whether it be double agent or whether it be of his own devices, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I just, I just don't think that Paul Heyman is going to stand in the corner of Brock Lesnar and be all happy, happy, joy, joy with him. Yeah. Um, it, it is basically, it's what we it's a great feud, but there aren't a lot of great outcomes for the, for this. Hmm. So it's definitely a case of, I have no idea where they're going from here, but I, I seriously think it is ending. Um, at day one. Okay. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I think we can fit one more topic in the side of the song if you've got anything. Um, I guess since we're talking about the bloodline, how about we talk about the tag team titles? It's true. How much longer is uh is the Usos going to be able to hold them when the New Day are sort of beating them at every single stop? Yeah, yeah, we had um yet another. 
um, non-title match that resulted in the New Day beating the Usos. Um, yeah, I'm not 100% sure uh, what the plan is, but um, it's definitely, we're going to see the New Day versus the Usos eventually. But is, is this like the first, would it be the end up being the first domino to fall in the bloodline? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, day one's going to be an interesting one for that, just because, you know, eventually the bloodline do have to fall. But if we, we play by the traditional tropes, I guess, the, the New Day picking up all of the wins heading into day one usually would mean that they're not going to walk out uh, the champions. You know, if you're standing tall the night before, you end up losing. Um, and so it's a little bit of a tough one there because the New Day do seem to have all of the momentum in the world. Yeah. Um, and I'd be totally fine with the New Day winning. Um, I mean, Xavier Woods is like on a hot streak at this time. Uh, he's the main one that's picking up the wins for the New Day. <laughs> um, but it could also do something very, very dangerous, too. You spooked me. Uh, yeah. What if the New Day lose because Kofi ends up taking the fall and it causes a rift between them because um, in Woods' eyes, he's been winning against the Usos over and over and over again. He's been the one getting the pinfalls. You're back on this train. You're trying to break up yeah. the New Day again. I thought we'd and left it, this train in the station. No. Uh, now that he's a king... There's nothing that's not off the table. Because it, as much as I hate to tell you this, face king of the rings, typically, unless your name is Bret Hart, don't stay a face the entire time you're a king. I don't want to hear it. I'm ignoring it. If I can't hear it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um. But hey, I can't call out to, to guess exactly where they're going to be going with the Usos, titles, non-titles, face turns, heel turns. Uh, or what? So we will have to, to wait and see what they do bring to us at day one. Um, but we are roughly halfway through the show and that means we are going to go into our entrance theme of the week. Uh, this week it's a bit of a double header. Uh, not only is WWE's own Santa Claus Mick Foley himself, uh, gonna be our entrance theme. This is also roughly the time of year many years ago that, uh, Mick Foley won. His uh his championship gold, so double header for Mick today, and uh, let's make it a triple header by playing his entrance theme for you right about now.
And you're back for some roundup on Free FM, RFM, and NPR. I'm Grady. He's Josh. Uh, it was my turn, I believe, to to pick something. So I'm going to look at NXT just because. How can we not mention the fact that AJ Styles decided to show up? Yeah, yeah. Um, he got kind of baited into showing up by one of the new the two NXT 2.0 stars. Um. In case Grayson Waller, uh, who I think is a absolutely amazing um, he, uh, heel for NXT 2.0, mm-hmm. uh, I think working with AJ will only improve his stock in NXT. Um, I do I do have a feeling that um, that event that there will eventually be a match between mm-hmm. these two. Um, Maybe at New Year's Evil. Maybe. Which which is so weird of a name for a special. <laughs> um, but I definitely feel like they're trying to build him. They're definitely trying to build him up. Um, slowly to be like the top bad guy on the uh, brand. Um, especially with the top, what basically is going to be the top baby face uh being brawn breaker mm-hmm. uh, you have to wonder uh just how um will styles will styles still win against waller because he's the main event guy from from the main roster or will they shock the world and actually let waller win i'll be honest it would shock the world um honestly if if they do do Waller winning, it's almost certainly going to be because of Omos. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's still, it would still be a quite a resume with maker to have a win against arguably this generation's best wrestler in AJ Styles. Yeah, the guy's got like the best resume you can look for, and just what he's done, whether it be. Uh, WWE, whether it be Impact, whether it be Japan, whether it be the independent circuit, AJ Styles is undoubtedly on every person's top five at this point, even if he's not going to be your top guy, he's on the top five. Um, and yeah, for what is a rookie to end up picking up his, picking up a win over AJ Styles, as you say, is undeniably, uh, amazing for him. It'll be something that he will forever and always have. And being the character that Grayson Waller is, he will not stop. He will not shut up about it, I am sure. He will talk about that <laughs> yeah. every single week. Yeah, uh, he will be Chris Jericho. Uh, in, uh, early 2000s Chris Jericho, not the current one. Um, that will just, he just will love to remind you that he did something amazing. <laughs> um, like beating Stone Cold and The Rock in the same night to become the first ever yeah. Undisputed Champion? Um, so yeah, I just, I'm excited for, for this potential because it, yeah, they definitely want to build new stars, especially since they release so many. Yeah. Um, and a great way is having the main roster guys work with, uh, some of the NXT 2.0 talent. Mm-hmm. Like you have here with, with the phenomenal one. Or Matt Riddle and MSK. <laughs> um, so 
I I want to see more, and I want to see more of that. I want to see the them bringing in more guys from Raw and SmackDown to work with in with the up and comers. Yeah, bring them up, and you know what? I also also come up the ratings because if you have people showing up out of nowhere on NXT, um, with that are from the main roster that are the top topper guys. People are going to want to watch to see who shows up next. Yeah. Uh, so and and as you build up the talent using those guys, that will make people want to be be more uh, pay more attention to those guys and the guys they work with. Yeah, it, it's all this, logistical sense. Yeah, it's a it's a territorial way of building your stuff your your territory. Yeah. In a modern day uh setting. So um I so let's 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 do more of this, WWE. This mm-hmm. is a good thing. More of this, please. Um and so with AJ Styles then off of the table, where do you want to drive us next? We got about six or seven minutes left. The women's division. And so let's stay on the NXT and go to the women's division. Easy as that. Uh specifically the title scene? Yeah, let's do let's do the street fight. Oh, or we could just go straight to the title scene. <laughs> yeah. We could just never talk about the street fight ever. Okay, you get exactly thirty seconds. I'm starting a timer to talk about your street fight, okay? And go. It was an amazing little match between them and uh Dakota and and Raquel are just they've got chemistry. They've uh, and, and it's got great storyline built in too. Yes, your girl lost, but your but our other girl, our new girl, is being thrust into the um that title scene with Raquel. So there, I barely talked about it. That was bang on thirty seconds. By the way, your timer just came to an end. Um, and yeah, as you say, I guess the the match for New Year's Evil is Mandy Rose. Uh, defending in a triple threat match against Raquel and Cora Jade. Uh, do you think they're going to give it to Cora here? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I I think Cora is going to have to chase Mandy for a little while. I feel like the, they made this a triple threat so that Gonzalez can take the pin and it not hurt Cora, and they can continue the storyline with Mandy and Cora as Cora tries to chase. Mm-hmm. Randy, um, uh, Randy, Mandy <laughs> Rose, um, and uh, and Gonzalez can move her way on 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 off either to the main roster or just away from the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're telling me eventually down the line, Cora yeah. Jade champion. I think I think that's an eventual thing. I just don't think. Right now is the right moment for it because mm. it's still pretty early in Mandy Rose's title reign. True. Um, and Cora Jade is still pretty young. She's 20. Uh, so I want to, I think we need to go about maybe another, I want to say maybe another six months before, for having that moment. Okay. Um, that's a long time for me and, to wait. Yeah, it, it is a long time. Um, I think, but it could definitely build for further for the storyline. 
You have Cora get close a couple times, maybe, but get screwed over by Toxic Attraction and slowly build to where they have a one-on-one match at um, like Bash of the Beach or something that's uh, whatever special they want to put in June in, in the middle of the year. <laughs> uh, just threw it at a Bash of the Beach because they still own the tar- uh, the uh, trademark to it. Yeah. And um, and I have in the weeks upcoming that Cora Jade is able to beat the members of Toxic Attraction to ban them from ringside uh, or even from the building entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, and get a fair match with Mandy Rose. And that's when she pulls off the win and becomes the champion. Yeah. All I know is I'm going to be jumping up and down cheering when she eventually defeats Mandy Rose and gets that championship, whether that be at New Year's Eve or whether that be at the imaginary bash at the beach or wherever that ends up being, I will be overjoyed when that happens. And uh, we've got just a few minutes left, so the last thing I guess we can squeeze on in here, I'm going to stay on NXT. Uh, We talked about having one too many championship golds. Well, we'll find out at New Year's Evil who is the true secondary champion of NXT as Carmelo Hayes uh, and and Roderick Strong, champion v. champion, who's going to walk out with both the belts. Yeah, um, it's definitely interesting. Uh, I'm a little surprised um, that it's basically a heel versus a heel for this unification title match. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going, so I'm very interested. I do think, as it's no knock against Roger Strong, oh. he's a good, he's a good hand. He ain't no Carmella Hayes. Uh, Carmella my Hayes, my precious diamond mind. Yeah, I I feel like Carmella Hayes is like on the tier level with. Ron Breaker and uh, and Waller that are like they're going to be the top guy in this new version of NXT, and so I feel like to it would be undermining to it to put him under Roderick Strong. I'll just and put, and put both titles on Roderick Strong. So I think he wins the match and and will be the final Cruiserweight champion in the failed experiment that was the Cruiserweight division. <laughs> we can agree on that part. Um, but I personally just really like Roderick Strong and everything that Malcolm Bivens is doing with the Diamond Mine. I I think that they could pull off a, a win here. It might not be the cleanest win in the world, but I could see them pulling one off. Um, and, you know, they can definitely neutralize Trick Williams. Uh, at Carmelo Hayes' side, so we'll have to wait and see how this is going to go, but we're going to have different picks heading into that match for sure. Uh, so that's pretty much about it in terms of what we got for time. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up here. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and next week we're going to have a special little pre-recorded episode for you for the new years and uh we'll see you then
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.